Yo, welcome to episode two of the Visionaries Only Podcast. I am DeAndre Official. I appreciate y'all for listening in, man. At last episode, I believe, had some real good breakthroughs. A lot of feedback that I got from it showed that it impacted a lot of people's lives. And I believe that this episode will be even better than that one. So let's get right into it. Turn off your eyes real quick and see with your heart. Uh, if you believe that you can be it, uh, everything I am, I seen it. Yeah, I be having visions. Yeah, I be having visions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, if you believe that you can be it, uh, everything I am, I seen it. Yeah, I be having visions. Uh, yeah, I be having visions. Turn off your eyes and see with your heart. Listen, everything in life is meaningless. Everything is meaningless Unless you are doing Whatever it is that God put on your heart For you to do With your life I believe that visionaries are A select group of people who are able to see things That other people cannot see And listen, if you are one of those people You know I'm talking to you You know that you see things That other people do not see you may not always talk about it. I am here to allow you to be able to release that gift to the world, to live by it, and to allow it to empower you. Because everybody looks for the light, but eyes can't see in the dark. A visionary only lives by what he sees in his heart. Let's get it. A visionary is like a man who looked at a seed and saw a forest. And when he told people that he could see a forest, they laughed at him. So he planted the seed in an area that didn't have anyone who already knew where he was. And when his seed became a forest, he allowed the people who didn't know him to be the first to eat of the fruit. And you know that the first fruit is the best fruit. That's the vision of a visionary. But you cannot see a seed become a forest if you can't see yourself become something more than you can. Let me explain what I mean by looking at a seed and seeing a forest. See, most people look at a seed and they see a tree. See, a tree is only singular. A visionary is able to see a seed and look at a forest because seeds become trees that bear fruit, that bear seeds, that become trees, that bear fruit, that bear seeds, that become trees, that bear fruit, that become seeds, that bear trees, that become fruit, that become seeds, that become trees, that bear fruit. This is the life of a visionary. You're always able to look at things and see a bigger picture. You're able to see pictures that other people cannot see. And most of the time when you tell people about those other pictures, they call you crazy. They say, what are you thinking about? How can you see something that no one else can see? And it gave you a reason to close your eyes. So once again, I'm going to ask you to turn your eyes off and see with your heart. Now, the first step into this is being able to see yourself as something more than you've ever seen yourself as. See, it's one thing to know who you are. Let me take that back. It's one thing to think you know who you are until you become who you really want to be. And who you are, essentially, is actually who you really want to be. People who aren't who they really want to be aren't who they are. See, God put what people are supposed to be inside of them. Nothing is born. Nothing is created without its gift already inside of it. That is why birds don't need to go to bird school to learn how to fly. 
That's why fish, they swim in schools, but they don't go to school to learn how to swim. Their gift is already inside of them. And this is what we admire them for. You admire the bird for the ability to fly, but to a bird, flying is nothing. It's just what it does. You admire a fish for the ability to be able to swim and breathe underwater. You think fish are amazed at that? You think fish look at other fish and say, wow, you can breathe down here? No, that's what they were created to do. The creator always puts the gift inside of the creation when he creates it. So until you can look at yourself and see yourself as something more than you've ever been, then you will never be who you are. Now, let me explain to you why it was so difficult for me to be able to have a good self-image. I live in America and I'm black. <laughs> I really could have stopped the podcast right there. Listen, whenever a king or a ruler takes over a land what is important to them is their image in America the image of God if I google God right now it's not my image if I googled beautiful woman right now it is not the image of a beautiful woman that looks like me if I googled money right now if you reached inside of your pocket and pulled the dollars out of your pocket, you will see an image that resembles nothing of my image. So you have to imagine that if you're in a place where your image is not in relation to any of the things that will be important to you in life, God, beauty, money, these things are very essential to life. Everybody is looking for God. Everybody wants money and everybody claims to be beautiful. <laughs> And when you are not represented in either one of these areas, it makes it very difficult for you to believe that you can succeed here. So what I had to do was understand that who I am is bigger than my representation here. So when I came to the conclusion that God couldn't possibly be what America had made him out to be. I did something daring. I did something that most people wouldn't have the audacity to do. I asked God a question. I said, God, when I think of you, what do you want me to see? When I try to picture you, what is the image that you want to pop in my head? And his response was, when you think of me, think of everybody else. And my response was, that's stupid. Why would I do that? <laughs> Excuse my um, brashness with God, but that's that's just how we talk. He, he forgives me every time I say that. So then he told me, he said, because everybody was created in my image. And there it is. You have to have the ability to look at yourself and think of God. So when you look at yourself and you think of God, whatever your concept of God is, is how you would treat yourself. You would treat yourself the same way you feel like God would treat you. You would treat other people the same way that God would treat you when you can look at them and see God or think of God every time that you see them. This changed my life. This blew my mind. 
and it brought me to one of the greatest realizations I've ever had. I realized that God had this amazing ability to see himself differently from how everybody else sees him. You will never see God the way he sees himself. He's too complex. We can't figure him out. This is the reason why we chase after the idea of him, because he sees himself as something totally different from what we see him, and he always will. And see, this is a visionary. This is the life of a visionary. You will always see yourself as something different from what everybody else sees. You will always see things as different from what everybody else sees. Now, sometimes this can be hard because people will try to figure you out. People will disown you. Because they can't figure you out. People will persecute you because they can't figure you out. Now, this is a blessing because this gives you the ability to thrive in unexpectancy. You will always be pressed to do something that people will not expect because you cannot be figured out by people. Now, the next thing I want you to be able to do is move into the realm of impossibility. If you do not understand impossibility, you're hopeless. I'm going to say this again. Look, hope is meaningless. Life is meaningless. Hope is meaningless if you do not understand impossibility because that means that everything that happens to you, you will make it final. Things that have happened to you, you will say this is Final. When you're in circumstances and you don't know how to get out, you would say, this is final. I am stuck. There's no way I'm getting out of this. And this is because your eyes haven't been opened to the realm of impossibility. You have to be able to open your eyes to the realm of impossibility. Turn your eyes off and see with your heart. Listen, Jesus was a master at teaching impossibility. I always thought to myself, what? Uh, burden it was for the minds of the disciples to follow a man so complex as Jesus somebody who had the ability to perform miracles uh, somebody that had the ability to tap into impossibility and not only show that all things were possible, but to show that certain things were possible in multiple ways. For example, how do you make wine? See, I was always told that you have to crush some grapes. There's a fermentation process. There's a process to make wine. And Jesus says, nope, fill some water in some barrels and dip. That's how you make wine. Jesus. How do you cross rivers? We need a boat, right? Nah, you could just walk on. Jesus, how do you stop storms? Tell them to shut up. See? He was trying to teach them to live in the realm of impossibility. He was trying to put their minds in the realm of impossibility. But he became real crazy when they were asked, Jesus, how do you raise a person from the dead? Well, you could say come forth. Or you could say your son will live. Or you could actually go and touch the body. Jesus, how do you heal a blind man? You could spit on some dirt and then rub it in their eyes. Or you could just say go on your way. Your faith has made you well. Innovation. He actually had innovation 
within the realm of impossibility. As a matter of fact, all innovation lives in the realm of a possibility. You have to believe that something can happen that you have never seen before in order to have true innovation. When you're able to grasp this concept, what you will do is you will be able to create your own world in your heart. I'm going to say that again. You will be able to create your own world in your heart. And that world will manifest itself. You'll be in a room full of people and have the ability to be alone and thinking of the bright new ideas that your vision has given you. And if you live by the things that you see in your heart, they will manifest. So I want you to use your eyes. And I want you to write this down. Remember, use your eyes. The E is for be extraordinary. Be extraordinary. Write this down. Be extraordinary. It just simply means that you take something ordinary and you put something extra to it. There is nothing new under the sun. It simply means that there is not any new material that is being made. See? If you read with the eyes of innovation and that's what you get out of it there is nothing new that needs to be made for me to do whatever it is that i want to do right i'm not worried about making brand new things i'm worried about taking old things and making brand new concepts so be extraordinary the why means to know your why know why you're doing it you have to have reasons as to why you're doing it i'm going to share a quote with you that i once heard before it says that reasons produce results remember that reasons produce results so your why is your why your other e is to embody it you have to become what you believe you can be you know you can't just say i do music you have to be music you can't just say i write books i am a book writer i want you to be what you believe you are be it you know and the s is for saturate so you want to saturate the world with whatever your gift is whenever you figure out what your gift is saturate the world with it don't stop posting it don't stop giving it don't stop speaking it don't stop using it don't stop showing it off saturate the world with it because i want you to believe that they need it not that they want it but that they need it that you are needed and that what you see is needed and even if people don't see it then that doesn't mean that they don't need it so remember use your eyes be extraordinary have your why, um, embody it, and saturate it. E-Y-E-S, E, be extraordinary. Why, know your why's, your reasons produce results. Your E is embody it, and your S is to saturate it. Because everybody wants the light, but eyes can't see in the dark. And the visionary only lives by what he sees in his heart. This is not just a podcast, it's a school of thought. I'm out. We have a vision.